I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And my beautiful guest joining me for today's conversation, well, she's my friend, my beautiful friend, is one of the most creative, pure-hearted women of faith that I have ever had the privilege of meeting. Her story is so inspirational. You are really going to get empowered from today's conversation. So she is also the founder of Acrobesia, which is a spiritual intelligence company that you are going to hear all about that's literally rocking people's worlds. So it's my joy to welcome into the conversation with me today, Lindsay Ryman. Lindsay, welcome. Hi, thank you. So fun to be here with you. I remember when I first heard you speak right after I got saved. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) Questions for you. I know we used to have long coffees. It's like, and what about this? What about that? It's so yeah. good. It's so good. And you, honestly, the journey that you've come on, hey, from the point that you met Jesus to now is just amazing. It's amazing what he does with our life, isn't it? He literally grabs hold of our little messy lives and starts to breathe. And out of our relationship with him, it's just incredible. And I look back and think, wow, how far you've come. Okay, so just so that the people watching the family around the world watching get to know a little bit more about you can you share with us a little bit of your backstory like how you ended up meeting Jesus and then we'll we'll jump up from there yeah um so uh the Lord really loves to mess with the sacred and the secular with my story um I I met Jesus uh because I went to go see a movie in a cemetery in Los Angeles, uh, every summer they show movies in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and it's like a summer tradition. And you kind of go and sit amongst like the stars that have passed on and watch a movie. And um, they were showing, uh, they were showing a, a a rock drama by the musician Prince. Um, some people may know about him. He's uh, from the. It was like the '80s. He put out this movie called um, Purple Rain. And I was a big Prince fan. And so I went to the cemetery to see this musician that I loved that is 100% not Christian. Neither was I at the time. I had just come from Burning Man. (laughs) um, I had been partying the week before. And uh, it was there that the short of the the short version of the story is that I was with my group of friends um, and I ran into somebody that I knew, kind of like an acquaintance. And we were just chatting and she was asking me what my plans were. This television show that I was working on had come to its last season. And I was like, oh, I want to travel. I think I want to go to Thailand. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to Thailand. And I was like, we should meet up. And in my mind, we're just going to like hang out and party and adventure. Um, But what I didn't realize I was saying yes to is a few weeks later, I was at the airport meeting up with a group of people who are from this place I never heard of called the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. (laughs) So I basically, as a hot mess, not walking with the Lord, crashed a Bethel missions trip. (laughs) And it was there that I uh, had a radical encounter uh, with the God of miracles um, in Bangkok, of all places. 
kind of interesting. I learned later that Bangkok has a name that's known as the city of angels. So I love how, when I look back on my story, it was in the city of angels, right? At a cemetery, seeing Prince's purple rain. And I end up in another city of angels and like encounter God. I just, I tell people all the time, if you go back and look at your story, there is a parable where you can see his hand moving. He's the greatest storyteller. So it's so true. You can, can't you? You look back and you can see his fingerprints all over your life. You know, you can see. (laughs) Exactly. What I love about you, Lindsay, is you are not religious. Like you were the wild gal Hollywood girl. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> pretty girl. <laughs> just, yeah, I know. I love it. But that you're so real. You know, you wanted real. You were not yeah. into flaky religion at all. And you never yeah. have been. So yeah. can, you just, can you share with us what actually happened? What was the encounter? Yeah. So um, the first thing that happened was I was in Phuket um, and I saw my first miracle and that they brought this woman to me. I was with like a group of people and she had very uneven legs. Like, 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 how are you walking around uneven? Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like, what are we doing? And the girl next to me, she said, oh, we're going to command the leg to grow. So in this moment, I am like, come what? <laughs> in my whole wow. 34 years of being alive, no one has ever said this phrase to me, right? So, right. Like, so this is you crashing, this is yeah. crashing the Bethel yeah. mission trip. Exactly. Okay. Right. You need to know, like, no, grid. no grid. No grid whatsoever. <laughs> so then I was like, uh, grow and nothing happened. And then I was like, okay, God, we need these legs to match. And I, I remember I felt, I felt the wind. And her leg came out, right? But I don't know how to explain this. I couldn't see it, but everybody jumped. And I was like looking at these like matching legs and this woman was crying and she keeps taking my hand and she's like taking my hand and putting my hand on her butt. And she's like, I'm like, why are you putting my hand on her butt? Like, what is going on? This translator comes over and she's trying to explain to me that she was in a car accident when she was like seven and she had a a curved tailbone or something. And she was trying to explain that it was straight now and she was walking around. I mean, she was really like in her late sixties. And so everybody's kind of like freaking out and um, I, I was a little bit like, did that just happen? I, I didn't see it move, but I felt something and this lady is crying. And so it's like, okay, something happened. And then I remembered someone goes, look at the floor and all over the floor and on um, where they were doing worship and they had like keyboards, there was gold dust, like sparkling everywhere. So this is the moment where it's like the Twilight Zone music plays, like do 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 do. I was like, "What is going on? Like, where am I?" And I tell people this all the time. This is a very dangerous prayer to pray, but I still, coming from the world and being very like skeptical, was like, "I don't. I couldn't confirm if that lady's leg really grew or if her tailbone was curved the day before. How did I know that like maybe someone hadn't walked through and sprinkled like glitter everywhere? You know what I mean? This is my brain. I was just like, I was investigating and I was like, okay, okay, God, listen, I, I don't know. I can't confirm if that was you or not. So in order for me to believe you're going to have to do something to me, this is a very dangerous prayer to pray. (laughs) And so the next day, uh, we went to Bangkok and there, there was a man, um, at the church I was at. And he said, if you want to be baptized in fire, come forward. And I, I don't know how to explain this. I 
ran to the front. I don't know what baptized by fire means. Okay. But like my body just took over. I find myself, um, at the front and all of a sudden I could feel this whole church behind me looking at me. And I was like, what am I doing up here? You better do something. (laughs) And, um, that is when I encountered, um, I would say like the dunamis power of God that felt like fire and electricity like descended upon me and came into my hands. And I remember I was like, is this really happening? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an X-Men. Like all I know is movie references. Um, And it was from that moment forward that um, a series of things occurred, but it was from that moment forward that I started um, seeing So I would see people's futures, their pasts. I started experiencing the angelic. I was praying for people and they were getting healed there. I was under so much presence of God that I remember they had somebody following me around because wherever I was walking, people were like falling out, like in trances and stuff. And I was like, are they okay? What's going on? Um, It was like, I was in a seven to 10 day encounter. I wish I had kept track, but it was somewhere between like a week and a few days. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's profound. And I remember, obviously, when we first met, you know, yeah. this is all, it was all very new for you. And you were just in yes. awe, like all your spiritual senses had woken up. And you'd be saying to me, Liz, is this normal? OK, I was in the bookshop one day and I could see this lady and there were these angels and there was this happening. And is this normal? <laughs> the bookshop story. I'll never forget that. Yeah. The bookshop story. Yeah. 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 I was like encountering God, like honestly shopping. I don't know. I, I, I will shout out to H and M. I was in Bangkok at the mall in H and M and I started receiving tongues. <laughs> like just like speaking in tongues while shopping. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. That's, that's my story. Amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because like I said, you're not religious. You literally went from one way of life producer in Hollywood, you know, wild party girl too bang okay now I'm in the kingdom of God and this is real and he's real and now I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and my senses are awake wow yeah and trying to adjust to a completely different way of life and learn and have language for it absolutely and I mean I was kind of a a real hot I I didn't know I don't want to use the word the rules but I was still working out like my sanctification process so I remember when I came home to LA from Thailand right I'm like moving in the supernatural. I'm like hearing God's voice. I'm so excited about life, but I was also still like smoking. So I would be at parties like smoking and prophesying. I'd be like, you know what I see? (laughs) Like just kind of a hot mess. Eventually the Lord was like, okay, I'm going to ship. You need a foundation and he like ship me off to the mothership that is BSSM. And I learned a lot about the Bible and culture and I quit smoking. Yay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't wait till you're perfect. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't. He's yeah. so doesn't, right? That's yeah. one of the, the massively important things, isn't it? For us to all know, like we come into his presence and he sorts us out from being a hot mess. We don't have to sort ourselves out to then go into him <laughs> being, exactly. having it all together. You know, it's that's religion. Yeah. I love that, Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. So fast forwarding, you ended up in mothership in BSSM. Yeah. And you, and I remember you, when you started to have the encounters with Jesus, that yeah. what's now Aquaregia. Yeah. Will you, will you share a little bit about that and how what Aquaregia is, how it came about and what it actually is? Because it's just astounding what's going on now. Yeah, it's um, yeah, there are a series of encounters that occurred and I, I won't have enough time to tell all of them. But here's how it first began. Um, I was uh, 
you know, I was in my second year of BSSM. I was learning a lot about the prophetic and found myself really drawn to that. And they always say like, we're calling out the gold. So I'm a researcher and I was like, okay, well, what is gold? Like I started just researching about gold in general. And I came across this, um, this like very scientific paper from the world of like, I don't, I don't even know. Cause I'm not a scientist, but like chemistry, physics, and they were talking about this gold process. And it, it was like, da, 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 aqua regia. And when I read that, that word literally jumped off the page. And I don't know how to explain this, except it jumped off and landed on me. And I was like, what is that? And the Lord was like, that's the name of a very special organization. So I was like, oh my gosh. And I went to Google it, but it didn't exist yet. And so I was like, he's like, look up what it means. And so um, aqua regia is Latin and it means royal water or king's water. And the history of it is really interesting. It is um, when I looked into the history uh, in the, so here's the story. In the eighth century, alchemists discovered a chemical compound made up of three parts, symbolism, the Trinity, <laughs> um, wow. that would liquefy bricks of gold. And so uh, they aptly named it aqua regia, right? Now here is where um, the history of it will fast forward to World War II. Um, the Nazis are invading Denmark and there is a chemist that has to flee his laboratory, but he has a Nobel Peace Prize. So the Nobel Peace Prizes are made out of like solid gold. And as history tells us, the Third Reich was stealing all the gold, right? So he was like, I don't wanna lose this. So he's like, ha I'll use aqua regia. So he uses aqua regia to liquefy the Nobel Peace Prize. He pours it into a beaker. He puts the beaker on a shelf with other beakers full of common chemicals. He leaves, the Nazis invade, and eventually the war is over. And he finds his Nobel Peace Prize undisturbed, right? Because it was concealed. And they were able to take that liquid gold and turn it back into a Nobel Prize. So when I read this piece of history on it, the Lord spoke to me and said, the interpretation for your business is that aqua regia hides in plain sight and protects from the enemy. Oh my goodness. You no, know, right. But at the time I'm like, wait, what's my business and how am I hiding in plain sight? And it was shortly after that, that I got a unique invitation to go to a Hollywood party and um, essentially replace the psychics they were going to hire and prophesy instead. So we would go to this party, be in plain sight, prophesying amongst um, kind of a party atmosphere where honestly people are drinking and they're smoking. And we were just there to like release God's heart and one of the most profound um, ministry trips I'd ever done. And so I was like, oh, okay, so we're supposed to be like undercover and bringing the prophetic into places outside the church. And we did that several times. I've done um, seven parties now where I've had the opportunity to replace psychics and prophesy instead, which is profound. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. In Hollywood, all the different events. All in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I got so excited about the um about bringing his voice outside the church that I was like I don't want to wait for my next invitation to a party like I want to keep doing this and so in that time a little thing was born called the prophetic report um and 
The prophetic report is essentially um, a group of people get together and prophesy, and it's a collection of prophetic words that also includes an analysis. The twist is this. I gather these group of people and they prophesy, but I never reveal who they are prophesying over. Because I was getting a lot of open doors from my relationships of working in TV film, I didn't want them to be influenced by what they thought they knew about a person from the media, right? I, and I didn't want people, yeah, people to feel pressure to move into flattery or feel pressure to like give the, I just wanted them to see them the way God saw them. And so we've been doing that. I've now done over 200 prophetic reports. They've gone all over the world into like government, Hollywood. I recently was able to send um, prophetic reports into an entire prison unit. And that's what I love about this. My team, we, you could literally be prophesying over a governor or someone in prison or a child, and they never know. And the purity of it through this blind method that we use is what's my favorite. So yeah, that is, so that is actually what Aquarugia has been doing. Most of all at this point is doing prophetic reports for, for people. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I remember when you were first doing them, some of the invitations that you got in obviously were just for people to, to have reports prepared for people that would sometimes influence nations you know and just say I mean and the purity of the way you've stewarded it as well like you say sets it apart because there's no context people are literally having to go to God and and it's a pure stream from his heart and some of the revelation is it's transformational and in its impact I mean it's just phenomenal I mean I remember I know I remember when I first read the report I'm like oh man I've got to have one of these done for me you've got to do one for you I can't wait we're going to I know, I know I'm going to put in an order <laughs> yeah and one of the profound things too is it's a double blind methodology so the people prophesying they don't know who they're prophesying over but they also submit their intel separately And so they don't know what each other are getting and yet patterns will emerge. This part is profound to me where you'll have like eight people talking about the same thing. And so we'll pull that out in the report and we're just like, Hey, pattern alert. We don't know. Like we're just, well, I never land anywhere in the report to say, this is absolutely what, what it is. Like I always leave everything to the receiver to decide if they feel this is what the Lord is saying to them. So I'm very cautious with it, Um, but it is profound. It would be like, hey, pattern alert, eight people are talking about a real estate transaction in this country. You should take a look at this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, right, absolutely. And I love your languaging as well, because it is spiritual intelligence, isn't it? I mean, it's literally the the mind of God communicating, the the mind and the heart of God communicating to the receiver in a life-transforming way. I mean, it's just amazing. Okay, so now I know that you've now started to teach the how yes. you actually do this. So you've started classes. Will you share with us some of the keys? Cause I know people will want to know that. Yeah. So, you know, as we started doing reports, I was like realizing, I was like, people were kind of coming to us a lot. And I was like, Hey, I just want you guys to know, like, we're just a group of people going after God, praying and listening to God's heart. You can do this too. <laughs> like, this is really about the body coming together. So the Bible tells us we, we prophesy in part, we see in part, we know in part. Right. And so the big thing that I'm really passionate about is we all hold puzzle pieces. So like what happens when our puzzle pieces come together? Mm 
And so I started feeling a stirring that I was like, I think we should teach people how to do what it is we're doing. Cause I didn't want anyone to think that aqua regia was the source. It's not. And in fact, I actually came under some scrutiny when I, when I was teach, I teach people how to create their own reports, like with their own small groups, with their churches. And I remember someone was like, you're giving away your special sauce. And I was like, no, my spe- the special sauce is the way the Holy Spirit manifests through every different person. You can't replicate it. Like if I did a report with you, it'd be how he talks through me and how he talks through you. Right. So this is the expression of the body coming together. So we started something called the prophetic lab, which is a place for people to learn, um, how to prophesy. So we do some basic stuff, but then we also teach them um, the concept of how to process their prophetic words. Cause that's the one thing about the report that's different than just receiving prophetic ministry is we process it for you. We show you how to like find themes, patterns, pay attention to signs and symbols, decode them. Um, I'm really deeply passionate about people stewarding their prophetic words and how to partner with them and analyze them. I'm kind of like, you actually called this out in me a long time ago. You said you're a prophetic analyst. And I didn't know what that meant until later I started, as I was building the prophetic reports and doing analysis, I was like, oh my gosh, Liz was right. This is happening. (laughs) Liz Wright was right once again. (laughs) That's her last name for a reason, people. But yeah, so we take them through the whole process of teaching them. Like I take them through some basics on how to do, how to prophesy. um, And then I teach them how to process a report. And um, we do that at propheticlab.com. And then eventually we'll be doing that through the SQ Institute as well. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. Okay. So can you give us some, so so any, uh, before I ask you that question, so anybody from any church can contact you and they can be, they can participate in this. Can they, do you go there or do you do it online or? So yeah, we do both. We've done um, in-person workshops or so they go to propheticlab.com and we'll do, we run online courses like every couple months on teaching people how to do it. It's called the report lab intensive. Um, oh, amazing. And I didn't then we know also, you're doing this piece now. I thought it, I, yeah. I knew you were planning it, but I didn't have gone live. So that's exciting. Yeah. We've been doing it for about, we started doing it in 2020. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So what I was going to ask you was when you are training people to, so you're training people how to hear the voice of God and then you're how to do a prophetic report and then how to analyze that report, right. To put a yes. summary together. Okay. Yes. So what do you teach when you're saying to people to improve their ability to hear the voice of God? What are the kind, some of the things that you would teach? Well, so you've got very sensitive and very finely tuned now. And so it's really, it's very powerful for people to know how you do it. Yeah. So this all came from, I, I, when I first got saved, I like my eyes opened up, I started seeing things and um, I would go to people and be like, I see a microphone floating over your head. And like, then I would walk away and be like, wait, how was that helpful or point them to God? Right. I think a lot of times you're getting like pictures or you're seeing things or, and so I started to be like, God, I want to deliver intelligible word packages that they can like something to sink their teeth into. And so this teaching eventually um, became, it's called the anatomy of a prophetic word. And because as I started analyzing reports, this is, 
processing your prophetic words. As I started processing prophetic words, I realized there were different kinds of words. There's words that are about identity when people, we do a lot of those in the church, but there's also words. I do a lot of these gifts and skills. I always say my gift is I know what your gift is. That's like, I just, I just, that's my thing. That's why I do the prophetic lab is I'm like, I'm going to find your gift. I'm going to pull it out. Um, And then there's words. Exactly. And then there's words about foretelling, which is about the future. Um, there's words that have actionable Intel. These are very, like, if you look, the prophets were very specific in direction that they were giving in the Bible. I teach that in a very safe guarded way. <laughs> we start very small training wheels. Okay. Like, consider, <laughs> like ask God if there's a Bible passage they should camp out in this month, like very. Yeah. Um, and then, and then there's words where you're letting the word of God do the work. I call it scriptural intelligence. I'm like, oh, like we need more scripture in our prophetic words. And so I teach people how to prophesy so that they're calling out identity, gifts, future, ways to partner and grounding it in scripture, right? Like, so that's not just a prophetic word anymore. Like that's a blueprint from heaven. That's like all of creation could stop groaning because the suns are starting to be revealed. And I tell people this all the time in my verbal flow, do I hit all those? No. And sometimes it's not time to, sometimes God's like, Hey, Lindsay, no future stuff. They just need to hear about their identity right now. You know? But when Mm -hmm. I start knowing these, like understanding these different expressions of him, it helps me have discernment on when and what to prophesy. But when you go to write a prophetic word, that is an excellent place to train, to hear his voice on all of it. And I like to say this, I have this teaching. It's called the anatomy of a prophetic word. I've hit all the different areas we press into. That's never the end of it. Like God's voice is infinite, has so many things to say. So I always like, I'm like, here's what I've discovered so far, so far. Of course, there's always so much more, but it's a really great training space for people to practice and writing words has, at least for me and my team is a profound way to like, just get your, that muscle repetition going and like recognizing where his voice is. Yeah. And I, I love your languaging, Lindsay. I always do. You're so creative. The anatomy of the prophetic word. It's so, I love it. And like the fact that those different components make up a blueprint. It's a whole conversation with the Lord, isn't it? And I also love your value system that everything is flowing from consideration of the other. How much of this word can this person now hearing this access? Is this going to benefit them? You know, like you said, when you're seeing things around people, it's so important, isn't it, that we love well in the midst of the use of our gifts, that love is the motivating factor behind everything that we do. Yes. Like, Like the Lord says, you know, in 1 Corinthians 13, we can know all things and prophesy all things, but if it's not motivated by love, we become a clanging gong. And I think that's a huge part of who you are. You're teaching people to love well, stewarding the prophetic gift brilliantly so that what you actually deliver to people is really life transforming, which is the intention of the Lord's heart anyway for us, isn't it? That's why he speaks to us. He's he's wanting to release life and hope and empowerment and strategy and, you know, to partner with us. And I think that's something else that really comes across from your life and what you're saying. This is about a partnership with Jesus. You're you're taking people, giving them tools that helps them go deeper in their conversation with him, which is the way we were created to live, right? So we start to live powerfully. Yes. 
Yeah, yes. so 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 good. Okay, so I could I could talk for like hours. It's so rich. I'm so excited for what the Lord's done in your life and is doing. It's amazing. Okay, so for people who want to get hold of you, what's the best way for? Is, are there two areas for you for Aquaregia or for report and then for the training? Are they separate? Sure. Yeah, the websites are linked, but um, if you are interested in learning about um, Aquaregia. We do reports and then we also have started to move into consulting engagements as well, which has been really fun with, we've been having a lot of fun with God in that area. Um, so that is at aquaregia.gold. So it's aqua like water, regia, R-E-G-I-A dot gold, not dot com, because we're extra like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so yeah. fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So that's for the, that's for the life transforming world for the rocking reports. reports. <laughs> The gift, they're great. The reports are great gifts for the person like that you want to bless or who has everything, but there is a section on there that says equipping. And if you click on that, it'll take you to the lab and, and where we do all of our, our training and research and development. So, which I'm, I'm really excited about that. We've been having so much fun hearing from people who are creating their own groups and doing reports and like doing reports on their city and how to like, they love doing the blind method and how can we pray into our city and like creating their own scavenger hunts. Really, we just, I'm like, here's my idea, let it inspire you. And then people are taking it and and just building on top of it and doing their own thing. And I'm, I love that. I just, Ah. I want the bride to be powerful and beautiful. And I just, I love seeing people take that expression and, and give their own spin. It's great. Yeah. Oh, it's just wonderful. You started a movement. (laughs) (laughs) Powerful, prophetic people (laughs) who love well and walk in relationship with Jesus and hear him clearly and move strategically and yeah, living the best version of ourselves. Hey, oh, Lindsay, honestly, you're amazing. You're such an inspiration. Hey, of what Jesus can do with our lives. Hey, to listen to what he was and through the partnership, just you're living, you're living the life you were created to live. It's amazing. It's amazing. So thank yeah, you. I always like thank to say you. Jesus will mess up your life in the best way. <laughs> totally. He does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be with you, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in for today's conversation. I have no doubt that you've been massively inspired and uh, I look forward to being with you again next week. Have the most incredible week. Lots of love to all of you. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.